as growers, it's easy to get stuck in the growth of others and the products you grow. But what about the question, are you growing too? Our personal growth can sometimes be overlooked. It's easy to see a seed sprout or your child grow six inches in one summer. Today in this episode, I want to have a little chat about how cultivating a successful growing journey means you need to grow too. You need to develop a growth mindset of building habits, continuing your education, and including you in your growing journey. Let's get growing. Hello and welcome to the Prages Plant Podcast, the show that talks about growing, growing a garden, a homestead, a healthy family, and most importantly, growing closer to God. I'm your host, Crystal Media, owner of the Red Ridge Farm Homestead, where our mission is to help women of faith find the courage to grow healthy food for their family while building a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior. That's you. Don't let the world hold you back. Pray. Just plant. Welcome to the Pray Just Plant Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Media, and today in this episode, season nine, episode eight, we're going to talk about growing. I want to talk specifically about how you can grow or maybe encourage you or remind you that you need to be growing too on this growing journey. It's not all about growing the garden or growing the homestead or raising the kids. We need to fill our cup too so that we can spill out and help other things grow. And one of those great ways that we can do that is we can develop a growing mindset by building habits and much more. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's start with growth mindset. Growers need a growth mindset. What that means is a term used for those who believe that their capacity, ability, skills, and even intelligence are not fixed but able to be developed, stretched, and expanded. You have a mindset of growth in a way, and sometimes it's really easy to only focus on the growth of others or the growth of the things that we're growing, but sometimes we forget about the growth of ourselves. We need to see that our intelligence is not fixed, that we too need to be developed and stretched and expanded. Because when we do those things for ourselves, we encourage those around us to do the same. The Bible even says that the word of God is like the milk that babies need. And just like babies, they require milk to grow. We need intentional actions in our lives to grow our mind and strength and spirit. If we want to embody happiness and wisdom and virtue and strength to our children or to be able to fall on those virtues or those attributes of ourselves, we need to develop them. We need to build them in our own everyday lives. A part of building the strength, the knowledge, and the wisdom is developing a relationship with God or spending time with him. And those are some of the types of things that we can add to our lives every day. There's other things that you can be expanding on. Sometimes in the growing season, we think that the growing season only is when we are physically growing something. I did this for years. Maybe you're the same way. October comes, the growing season's done. I've got all the preserving figured out. Now, December, January, February, it's just my time to rest. But is it our time to rest? It is in a way. It's the time to rest our physical bodies. But now is also the time that we can be expanding our knowledge base, expanding our definition of ourselves, expanding and learning more about God, expanding and learning new techniques that we can put into action next year. And all of those things don't just need to be about how we're going to change up our growing in the garden. It could be 
figuring out how to change our mindset towards the things that we're going to grow in the garden or changing our mindset to understanding and understanding the sacrifice that it that goes through and encouraging ourselves to raise our own meat. That is a huge step forward when it comes to growing our own food. But it takes resilience. It takes things that we need in our soul as well as in our growing journey. There are things that we need to nurture in ourselves. Now, I'm not saying we have to start doing the pointing at ourselves all the time, but because God asks us not to focus on ourselves, but he asks us to focus on others. But I just want to remind you that sometimes we have to fill our own cup. We have to fuel ourselves so that we can have creativity and ingenuity when it comes to growing. We need to fill our soul. We need to rejuvenate our imagination. There's so much more so that we can spill out onto others. Now, I struggled with this for years. And one of the biggest things that really struck me was a miracle that Jesus himself performed. It was his his first miracle that he performed. He was at a wedding. I will look up the verses for you and put them in the show notes. But he was at a wedding and he was enjoying the wedding, but the wedding reception was about to run out of wine. So his mother comes up to him, and I'm, I'm not reading this from the Bible. This is just kind of just a story that I remember. His mother comes up to him and says, they need more wine. Do something about it. And he tells his mother, my time has not come. I'm not ready to show who I am in a way. And she goes, no, you need to figure something out. So he goes in the back and he asks some serv- a few servants to fill up some wine casks with water. You know, the empty wine casks that were there. He asked them to fill it up with water. And then he changed that water into wine. So he didn't just start that miracle with nothing and wine just came out of nowhere. He started it with water. He started with something. And that's what we need to do too. If we imagine ourselves as that vessel and being filled with the water or filled with the knowledge and strength and wisdom and resilience and happiness, and we want to pour that out to others, we can't do that if our vessel or our vessel is empty. We need to have it full of something. It can't, we can't pour anything out if we don't have anything inside. So I just want you to imagine that in your life, how you can fill up your vessel, how you can fill up your soul how you can fill up your mind, you can change your mindset. I have a different episode all about changing our mindset and why it's important to focus on our mindset in a growing journey, but we need to fill up our vessel. There's going to be times, you know, that we need to let it fill up. We need to remember to fill it up. And yes, in the growing journey, there's ebbs and flows. Summer is going to be all about the growing of actually physical items and physical things and being out in the garden and doing the growing. But winter is a perfect time to be growing inside. Maybe it's the slow time. Maybe it's the relaxing time. And that's when you can be reading a good book. And your good book doesn't always have to be, I keep telling myself this too, It doesn't have to be just about growing. It doesn't have to be the next Joel Salatin book. It doesn't need to have to re, I don't have to reread the soil book and I don't have to do those. I can be reading other things. In fact, on my list of books, I'm truly trying to expand what I'm reading and spending a little bit more time with the Lord, spending a little bit more time diving into the Bible and trying to connect with others in this growing journey as well. And you can do that too. You can connect with me very easily and 
maybe you need to reach out to a community because sometimes we also get tied up and we struggle with the word self-sufficient. And I really love, I was on Instagram yesterday and I don't know if you know Roots and Refuge, but she's really big in this circle. And she had a great post And it was all about not self-sufficiency, but community sufficiency, how we as growers need to depend on each other. This hit me really hard a few years ago when we had a hailstorm come through and it wiped out my whole garden. I had nothing. It was September. There was tomatoes on the vine. It was, you know, it was beautiful. Everything was ready to be harvested and the uh, a hailstorm came through and wiped everything out. And I felt depressed. I did not want to move forward. I, I even wrote a poem about how I was feeling. And it's in fact called Pray Displant after this podcast. But what I learned from that is that I can depend on others in this circle. I can depend on others in this growing journey. I was so blessed by the neighbor down the road that was that her garden was not hit by the hailstorm. She blessed us with some fruits and vegetables. Um, my mother-in-law blessed us with a lot. Uh, other farmers markets, I actually got to go and go to more farmers markets because I wasn't growing at all myself. And I got to meet a few more people and really build community that year. And it was so amazing. Now I can look back at that now, five, six years from then and see the the action, see the the goodness that came out of that now. In that, I was feeling very depressed. In that moment, I was feeling very down. But it's when we look back, when we're out of that situation, then we can really see what God was doing to help us grow. Because growing is not all about just growing the food and growing the homestead and figuring out the meal plan and all of the day-to-day stuff. It's also about building our character, going through the ups and downs and understanding that path that God has us on. And sometimes that means that we need to be intentional because it's really easy to get lost in all of that. We we as growers, we as mothers, we as uh, women have lots of roles that we take on. I tell my husband that I have many hats. I'm a chef because I cook every day. I clean the house every day. I take care of my family every day. There's so many things that I do as well as grow food, come to you here in the Pray Just Plant podcast and more. I try to share my faith. I'm a, I try to serve. Remember, that's my word for this year, serve. You would know that if you were on my newsletter. If you want to join the newsletter, be sure to check out the show notes. I'll put a link there. But every week I come to you and really, you know, talk to you like I am now and give you my thoughts. And this year, the word I chose for 2023 is to serve, to serve you, to serve my family, to serve my husband, to serve God. Back to the topic, we need to remember to be intentional with our growth. We need to remember to include ourselves. We are very intentional. I myself am very intentional in making my meal plan every week. I'm very intentional about writing down that I need to read 15 minutes a day, but I don't make it a habit. And I'm going to give you some tips next week about how you can really develop habits. But today I just want to talk about why a growth mindset is connected to habits. So when we are wanting to change, when we are wanting to bring, maybe just read the Bible more, or we're wanting to bring more spirituality into our life, or we're wanting to figure out strength, maybe it's we want to exercise our body so that we stay healthy, or maybe we want to increase our knowledge or increase our wisdom. When we're in that moment where we're making the goals and 
and wanting to do it, we can be very motivated. Motivation gets us going, right? Maybe you are on this growing journey because of the motivation of not wanting to go to the grocery store all the time. But motivation is our hope, is our hope to make a change. Motivation helps us because we realize that we're, we were once uncomfortable and we want to motivate towards something else. And motivation can be exciting, but it can also be exhausting because the other side of motivation is that it doesn't last. It's easy, so very easy to lose motivation, to feel completely burned out unless you can figure out something that will keep you consistent. Something else besides motivation. Because I have sat down and I have wanted to maybe change up my cleaning plan or I'm I'm sitting down and I'm like, my cleaning plan or how the, the house is a mess right now. Is it my cleaning plan? Is it this? Is it that? What is going on? So I sit down, I review the things that I need to go over and I realize that maybe what I need to do is change up my complete my plan completely and I'm completely motivated. I start down, I start making a whole new cleaning schedule. I start making all of these things, all of this stuff and I get it all the details hashed out. I'm really motivated. But then when it comes to the next week and now I have to follow the schedule, I'm like, okay, I need to do, clean this. I need to clean the toilet today. This needs done. I need to dust this, this, this is on the list for today. But I get into my day and I don't get those things done. And I get into the next day and I still don't get the things done on my growing my cleaning list I keep going and I and I I begin to lose motivation because I was all excited about making the list so then I realized what it was was I was not disciplining myself or creating a discipline for me to stick to that schedule so I've made several amazing cleaning plans maybe you have too or amazing garden plans or or amazing plans and it was so you were so motivated in the minute and then when it came to working the plan the motivation disappeared and then the plan disappeared well then we need to switch if we want to change if we want to really envelop and and bring a growth mindset into ourselves. We need to change that motivation into discipline. Growth will build discipline. It's like a muscle. And discipline, you could kind of say, would be our willpower. Our willpower to make sure that we're cleaning the toilet once a week or our willpower to make sure that we are looking at our calendar and making sure that we're getting what we said we're going to do done. But willpower also can be exhausted when we're stressed out, when we are not feeling like cleaning. I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm talking about cleaning a lot. It's just because that's one of the things on my, that's one of the habits that I'm, I am developing. And I realized that I was so motivated in making the plan. And then I was trying to really discipline myself into doing the plan that I needed to do something more. I actually needed to grow that plan into a habit. So just like with my laundry, here's an example. I have developed a laundry thing that actually now is almost like a habit. It's like I get up in the morning, I do my morning stuff. I load up the basket. I know that I'm going to take the basket down with me with my milk bucket because I'm going to do laundry along with the other things I have to do. So that was kind of a little tangent there. But willpower has to be exercised. Willpower is something that needs to be done all the time. And it's not going to be there for you when you're tired. You're not going to have the willpower to do 
whatever you said you're going to do to do the change that you want in your life. Because when you're tired, it's easy to fall onto the things that you don't want to do and you're going to take a break from it or you're not going to be consistent with it. So the best way that we can jump over motivation and jump over exercising our willpower and discipline is to create a habit. Habit is the fruit of both of those things. We have to be excited about reading this new book or we have to be excited and have hope that maybe this organization book that I'm going to read is really going to help me figure out what I need to be doing. Or maybe this new soil book that I've, I've read is going to really help me get going into what I need to do in my garden to fix my problems. But if we can't figure out how to read the book every day, how are we going to glean the knowledge from it? How are we going to, maybe you're, you want to just, especially in the winter, you want to spend a little more time in your health. Maybe you're wanting to make sure you remember your vitamins or you want to remember the things that are going to help you grow, help you specifically grow. Remember, we focus so much on others, but because it's easy to see those needs. It's easy to see those wants, but it's not easy to see our own. So what we need to do to jump over the motivation, to jump through that excitement and jump into the discipline, we need to build a habit because a habit is the fruit of the discipline. Because discipline is when we're consistent, right? We have the strength of our will, but those will not necessarily create a habit because those can tire out. Our strength of will can tire out, especially if we don't exercise it enough. If we don't ever put our foot down and say, no, I am going to take a shower today and I don't care who's going to stop me. I'm going to do it. (laughs) We have to be able to put ourselves, maybe not first, but we do need to be motivated and have the discipline and the will to do the things we need for ourselves. But sometimes those things, the motivation, the self-discipline will lack, will be lacking because we will be tired. And I know you're tired and I know I've had days that I am very tired. So what we need is to direct that motivation, that excitement, and to direct our discipline toward something. We need to be consistent with it so that we can build a habit that will stick and that will outlast because that's the biggest thing habits will do. They're going to outlast motivation and willpower. And the easiest way, the best way that you can start building a habit is to break down a habit. What are the three things you need to to start forming habit, you need a cue. So a cue would be like when I get up in the morning, I set, well, actually the previous night, I set that empty basket just in front of my door as I'm heading out of my bedroom. So I see that basket every morning and I see it empty and I say, oh, I can fill that up. Every morning I see it, that's my cue. And so that cue can lead to an action and that action is me filling up my basket. I always try to just do one little laundry every day. So I fill up that basket. I then take that basket over and I place it at the top of the stairs. So then after I make breakfast, after I get my buckets ready, after I get everything ready to go out and milk, I'm headed down the stairs. I see the basket. So I actually have two cues to make sure I get it done. So I see the basket and then I take the basket along with my bucket downstairs. I put the bucket in the mudroom and then I do put the laundry in the washer. Then I set the bucket, the basket actually out in the hall 
to block my way so that I see it when I come back in from milking. So it reminds me, especially if I want to do another load, it reminds me that I need to grab it so I can take it back upstairs to do another load. So in my everyday, in in your everyday, you can create a cue and then an action And you need to connect that also with a reward. What are you going to reward yourself? Well, usually the reward is going to be finishing that book, right? Or actually getting the laundry done for the day. Or you fill in the blank. What is the reward going to be when you finally step over your motivation, corral your discipline, and build a habit that helps you and your mindset on your growing journey. There's amazing rewards out there for you because when we build habits, we can easily fuel our bodies, fuel our souls, fuel the mind that we need for our growing journey because it's so easy as growers to get lost in the growing. Have you ever felt that? Completely lost in the growing, like you're just a worker or you're just part of what got done that day. You see the things you did and you see the movements that you made through the day, but you don't see yourself. If you're feeling that th- that way, it's okay. I have felt that way before. And it comes back to reminding you that you need to fill up your vessel. Jesus filled up that vessel with water before he could turn it into wine. You need to fill up your vessel. And if it's filling up your body and your soul with the words of God, that's amazing. That's an amazing way to fill up your vessel. But you need to fill up your vessel so that you can spill out, so that you can spill out and be creative and have the imagination and the strength sometimes and the fortitude and the perseverance and maybe even the patience with your kids because your cup has been filled. So I just want to remind you this episode to take a little time to fill yourself up. And that the three tips for building habits is to connect them with the things in your life that you can do, like setting a cue. You need to ensure that the habit is one action, not a string of actions. And then come with a, up with a funny name because what you want to do is you want to write it in your planner or write it somewhere and be able to check it off for the day so that you have a backup that says, hey, I did that today. Not that you go down to the washer three days later and now you have mildewy clothes, but you want to have something to check up on yourself. So that was about three tips that you can use. And if you want to start building some habits and you can do this with your kids, you can do this with anything in your life, building your mindset. Maybe it's even just the habit of like going out and watering your garden during the summer. But when you want to build a habit, those are the three tips that you can use. And I'm going to make a checklist for you that's really easy, simple. It's a one-page checklist that can help you build that habits or build any habit for yourself. So I just want to remind you this week that it is okay to feel lost in your growing journey. And maybe the reason you are feeling lost is because you are not yourself growing. You are not letting yourself grow. You're so focused on the things you have to grow, the children, the onion seedlings that I have to have to start this week and more, that it's okay to go and grow yourself too. And in fact, I encourage you to do it because it's going to give you the strength, the fortitude, the imagination, the creativity, the knowledge to keep growing on your growing journey. I want to thank you for joining me today in this episode of the Pray to Plant podcast. And as always, don't let the world hold you back. Pray, just plant.
This week's episode is brought to you by the Red Ridge Farm Seed Variety Tracker. This database was developed to help you keep a digital log of your seeds. I've done it. Maybe you've done it. You've gone out to the garden. You used up all your seeds. You throw away the seed packet. You forget about it. And then you decide you really love those green beans and you want to grow them again. But you can't remember the name of them because you threw away the seed packet. This database was designed to help you keep track of all of those things. So no matter what happens to the seed packet, you still have all the information you need to keep growing. Get your free copy. Go to redridgefarm.org backslash resources.